an hour of truth for the battered but proud people of the Empire State. From the financial and entertainment epicenter of New York City to the sleeping and empty small cities and towns of upstate, which once bustled with manufacturing, mining, and farming. We all know from inspiration, history, and nature, we deserve a return to the success and growth of generations past, a birthright being squandered by corruption in Albany, and the depredations of an insecure, scheming mountebank posing as governor, who loathes both us and himself. As liberty beckoned to enslaved peoples behind the Iron Curtain via American broadcasts after World War II, we now say, believe, rise, and join us. Welcome to Radio Free New York. Hey, welcome to Radio Free New York. I'm your host, Andrew Hollister, and today I've got Sean Phelan here with me. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Kevin is not here with us today. He had something come up last minute, and uh, Bob's voice still needs some rest. Uh, So Sean and I are here. Today is Friday, which means it is Fake News Friday, If you haven't joined the show before, maybe this is your first time. Fake News Friday is at the end of the show. We're going to read some news headlines for you guys, and uh, you get to try to figure out if it's fake news or not, Um, which unfortunately in today's day and age is becoming so difficult that uh, things like The Onion and Babylon Bee are running stories that are believable. Oh, yeah, it's hard to tell sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'll be doing that later on in the show, but, um, what we're going to be talking about today is, is have an open discussion. And I want to encourage you guys to, um, jump on the live stream, give us your comments and your thoughts and also call into the show. I'll give you the number in a minute here. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, just whether or not live or laws were meant to save lives specifically, um, and, and kind of more narrowly focused whether or not laws were ever thought to be until probably this last century to save people from themselves. Because I see a ton of legislation going through, especially in New York State, but we see this um, in some cases federally and in other states as well, but primarily local and state law. We see um, laws being passed that have nothing to do with harming another individual, theft of their property or anything like that. Instead, we see laws that seem to impose safety on other people. And you can essentially get arrested, fined, ticketed, um, whatever, by taking actions that harm no one but yourself, if you yourself even get harmed. Um, So that's going to be the topic for today. We're going to discuss that before we get to uh, potentially fake news articles. But what I do want to do is welcome you to jump on the live stream. Uh, If you've got Facebook or YouTube, you can just search Andrew C. Hollister, click on the page. Make sure if you're on YouTube, you click subscribe and then hit the bell. If you're on Facebook, hit that like button and the follow button so that you get notified when we do this. Uh, Then just mosey on over to the live stream and uh, post your comments or your thoughts. I'll check them throughout the show and also primarily on the breaks and include you guys in the discussion. Um, or you can call in. That number is 585-346-3000. Once again, that's 585-346-3000. Um, I really want you guys to be a part of this discussion because I think it is an important discussion to have. Um, me personally, I'm feeling like we're just starting to make laws to make laws and that we're really overstepping the bounds of what legislature is. 
Um, so we're going to talk about that. But before we do, I want to give you guys um, kind of what I always do, like a little bit of history on what we're talking about so you guys can see where we started, where, where we've gone, where we've come from. Um, so let's just talk about law in general. Law is uh, commonly understood as a system of rules that are created and enforced through social or government institutions, somebody who regulates control. Um, ironically, apparently the definition of law is not agreed upon, which I, I didn't know. It's not like even well agreed upon in the United States. It's not internationally agreed upon. It, it's, it's defined differently all over. Um, and constitutional scholars argue the definition, philosophers, everybody. It's like this ongoing um, living thing. But in general, I think we can all agree that law is a set of rules applied to us by society and by government um, and typically enforced with violence. And that's something that, you know, doesn't come up often, but I think it's really important to emphasize that when you do not follow the law, when you do not follow the rules, it is enforced upon you with violence. Um, And that is something that I think people often get worried about and afraid about. Um, when they see a law pass that conflicts with their morality, um, their worldviews, whatever it happens to be, their way of life, um, they're, they're not worried about the law, per se. They're worried about the penalty that that law imposes on them, whether some sort of um, financial uh, loss, you know, maybe loss of freedom, some form of violence imposed on them by those who have to enforce it. Um, and don't read this as anti-cop. Like, don't don't try to, like, read between the lines and say, oh, he's trying to say the cops are bad. No, that, I'm, I'm talking about law here. Well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. I mean, so so the discussion is, though, I mean, police officers are the ones that have to make that decision whether or not they're going to enforce these laws. And and that could be a whole other topic for another day, but I, I want to talk about the law itself um, and, and what it brings to you, not necessarily the people that deliver that to you. Because um, that could be like two or three shows pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, you know, the common person I've read somewhere breaks two to three laws a day, every day. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and, easily. And that's kind of, you know, the issue at hand. I think that's the the elephant in the room is, you know, how do the police administer that law and, you know, how is it justifiable? You know, and now mm-hmm. you delve into it further and say, all right, now where does it come to the point of, you know, pre- preventing yourself from harming others versus preventing yourself from harming yourself? And then where does, like, your safety come into their jurisdiction? Yeah, yeah. Because the, the irony of it, I find, is that, you know, it was just... Uh, decided by the court systems that a police officer does not have to intervene in the middle of a crime um, only afterwards uh, you know and you know if that's the case then why is it there for our safety then yeah so I I think that um and, and that's that's another question too like you know if you look at law enforcement officers they, they used to be called comp- police right the the language has changed to law enforcement um, it's it's being looked at less and less as a preventative measure mm-hmm. and more so as a, um, a reactionary Human measure. Idea. Absolutely. Um, so, so that's, that's certainly like um, um, one, one take on it. And if we could get to that discussion today, we could definitely pursue that. Um, and I see some good comments are coming in. So I'm going to pick up those comments here in a minute. Um, but I want to give you guys just a little background 
um, law goes back to as far as 3000 BC, at least to what we know, to ancient Egyptian law. Um, oh, no, it goes back further than that. Uh, it's it got like could, the, the eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth from the uh, Sumerians and the Babylonians, I believe. They're after this. Yep, yep, different timeline. So they're they're a little bit later. Because um, I've I've got them here too. Don't worry, right, they're next no, cool, down the list. Cool, yep, cool. yep. So um, three thousand BC, ancient Egyptian law was actually based on the concept of metat, which was uh, characterized mostly by tradition, um, and re um, like rhetoric, social equality, and impartiality. So that that's kind of like where it started. But then you have the oldest written law. Um, and if anybody knows how to pronounce this, I'm going to give it a shot. It looks like Ur-Namu. Um, that is the oldest written law we have. And I'll give you guys a, a couple of the items on this law here. They're going to sound kind of familiar to you. Um, if a man commits murder, then that man must be killed. That's, that's number one. Um, if a man commits robbery, he will be killed. Um, if a man commits a kidnapping, he is to be imprisoned and pay 15 shekels of silver. Um, and this goes on. It looks like there's about 32 um, different laws here. This, this was the first written law. Um, and I believe it was written in cuneiform, I believe, yeah, cuneiform, is, is yeah. what it was written in. Um, and then next up, in 1760 B.C., uh, King Hammurabi developed the Babylonian law. Um, and this was actually written, inscribed in stone, and placed um, throughout the kingdom of Babylon. So this is kind of like the evolution of law. And um, it dealt with things like slander, fraud, um, slavery, and the status of slaves as property, duties of workers, theft, trade, liability, divorce, adultery, and even perjury. Mm -hmm. um, so this goes pretty far back. I, you heard, know. <laughs> I, heard, I heard those laws were actually posted for the public to see. They were, yeah. yeah. So you, you could yep. not not know them. Yeah, they were there. yeah. Hand, hand chiseled into stone and then yep. placed about. Imagine, imagine if our government actually made the, all the laws public now that you could actually see them in simplified form. Well, imagine, imagine that. that the law was simple enough that it could be posted somewhere to be read. Didn't, didn't somebody try to put a bill together recently that stated like all laws, all new laws have to be one page and in simple English? Uh, I haven't seen that, but that's not, that sounds like a, a great thing. I think it might have been Massey or somebody that said that. Could, or could Ron be. Paul. Yeah, could, could be. All right, guys, we are going to take our first break of the hour. Uh, when we come back, I've got some comments here in the live stream. We're going to address those and talk about if laws were meant to save lives or not. So we'll be back in a moment on Radio Free New York. You're listening to Radio Free New York. All right. Welcome back to Radio Free New York. I'm your host, Andrew Hollister. We've got Sean Phelan here with us as well. Agent of chaos. Agent of chaos. Yep, Absolutely. Um, before we continue on our discussion, and there are some comments here in the live feed that we're going to address, um, I want to let you guys know about an event I plan on going to in a couple weeks here. It is the Ugly Disco. So I don't know if you guys have heard of the Ugly Disco. Um, to be honest, I heard about it year after year after year. 
I never knew anything about it. Um, I did not grow up in the disco age. Um, so didn't know much about it until maybe two years ago. I went and found out it's actually a really big party, essentially, to support Galasano's Children's Hospital. Um, so I, I, was, I thought that was pretty cool. I was on board with it. I showed up. Um, this year, I've actually got a chance to learn a bit more about it, kind of meet some of the people behind the scenes, see what's going on. Maybe we'll bring them on the show one of these days and just have them talk a little bit more about it. Um, but 100% of the proceeds go to Galasano's Children's Hospital um, and some other local charities as well. They raise a bunch of money. It's a blast. You go there, have a good time, eat, drink, be merry, have a party. I've seen the people get dressed up. And, oh, it's awesome. Oh my. Yep, yep. It's a good time. Absolutely. <laughs> and you don't have to get dressed up. Like, you won't feel weird if you don't. But but it is kind of fun to, you know, get a white pair of pants and a shiny collared shirt with, like, you, you know, the the big collar and everything and just go, go yeah yeah shoes, no absolutely you know. yeah so go have a good time so i'm gonna be there march 28th i believe it starts at 7 p.m and goes till midnight um i'm just throwing that out there just recommending you know if uh if you guys think that's something that might be fun to you where you get a chance to party all night while supporting a good cause you don't get to do that too often. We so. should do a meet and greet sometime. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely do a meet and greet sometime. Um, actually, probably for petitioning, we'll we'll do something like that because go. we got to get idea. some more candidates on the ballot. Um, but we're going to now redirect to the topic of today, which is um, just having an open discussion here. And it's not meant to be like a, a fighting discussion either about were laws meant to save lives? Do laws actually save lives? Is that a good purpose of law? Um, and and, and there's, there's a lot surrounding this. What I didn't realize is up until like this last century, there was almost no existence of law that didn't involve harm towards another person. Mm -hmm. So I, I did not realize that that was so recent. Um, because if you if you look at even the some of the original law that we discussed in this first segment here, um, it was all about um, you know don't kill somebody, don't steal from them, uh, don't sleep with their wife, you know <laughs> like like things like that. Um, it, and some of the law was pretty in depth. Like if you flood somebody else's field, you're gonna pay for the cost of repairing their field. Let's back up a second. Don't sleep with the wife could be the beginning of the not harming yourself thing because the revenge factor you're gonna face. Sure, yeah, yeah but once you get caught. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, it, sure, a, absolutely. That's a bit of preventative, um, I think. You it know? could could be Mor yeah, moral but, and preventative. Yeah, yes. but we're, we're talking about you know the foundation of laws we know it today in society. But the nanny state over the past hundred years that's evolved yeah no absolutely and and in terms of that you know garrett on youtube brings up um a very interesting comment uh that is pretty true where he says every single law costs public money uh we should make darn sure that they're necessary given the physical state of our state and nation and and yeah absolutely law does cost money um bad law costs us a lot more money and the reason it costs us a lot more money is Lawsuits against the state happen. We have to pay our state attorney, our state district attorney, or a local district attorney to prosecute. Then you have state attorneys that have to then later defend the law. We might have to pay reparations back to people um, who are wrongly impacted by that law. Um, so, yeah, like 
bad law especially that ends up being overturned in court after it's been enforced for who knows how long is is just financially bad let yeah. alone the infringements that it brings along but it's just bad in general I mean, you got you got to you got to bribe your judges you got to bribe your politicians sure, it's expensive mean, yeah it can yeah absolutely um but then Keith on Facebook actually brings up a, a another good question that that I think we're going to address and discuss throughout this conversation which is um will suspending the law save lives so it's actually an interesting question we're talking about do laws save lives and and now we can bring in that other question too of if we eliminate laws will that save lives and i think that um I think that there will be good arguments for both. I, I do think that we're going to come across good arguments for both, um, especially um, when Garrett brings up, you know, in terms of drug laws, absolutely. I, I think that there is a very valid argument there that things like the war on drugs, um, making things like marijuana illegal, um, those laws going away could actually literally save lives mm -hmm. we can talk about that later um but there's there's a, a huge medical argument to be made um for that especially in terms of the opioid crisis um and then other arguments with like police enforcement on these type of policies in low-income neighborhoods that yeah create a lot of problems surrounding that um, so, so this is the conversation. Once again, I want to welcome all of you to the show, welcome you to this conversation. I'd love to hear your input. The number is 585-346-3000, 585-346-3000. Um, so, so let's, let's talk about this. Law appears to have started off with the intent to foster good society. It, it didn't necessarily um, come about to, quote unquote, save lives, although you could make the argument um, you shouldn't kill people, should theoretically save lives. Although I'm personally of the opinion that the average person that you come across today would never kill somebody ever in their life. I, I believe that the overwhelming majority of people um, are truly good people. When you're walking through Wegmans or Aldi's or Walmart, um, they're not thinking, how am I going to kill this guy and steal the shirt off his back? Andrew? Do you feel differently, Sean? You don't have a list? I don't have a list. Oh, I've got I a list. I don't have a list. You I've, have a list. I've got a, I, I've I don't got have a, a list. I've got a purge list. Okay. So you, oh, yeah. you have a purge list. So I would probably, um, but I suspect, well, I, I guess, But I won't Sean, act on it. You won't act on it. Okay. Well, even though, so, even though the lifting of bail, uh, the bail reform recent, has tempted me so. Has it? Okay. Oh, so so we no. need laws <laughs> to restrain you, Sean. That's what you're saying. If, well, you know. The laws are what's holding you back from being a menace to society. No, that, no. No, it's my morality that holds me back. Right, and that's, yeah. that's really what it comes down to. But uh, the, the punitive aspect of it definitely comes into play. And... Um, you know, like I, I've dealt with a lot of students who are very hot-headed people and, you know, they blow up in the classroom and not really care about the, the punitive nature of it. And then it just makes me wonder about their morality, you know, of like why are you acting this way and why are you letting yourself get out of control like this? And it really, it really comes down to a morality factor. I mean, how were you raised? Is this a moral set of behavior? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting because when we talk about law and even social constructs, you know, we talk about morality and morality is technically just whatever society deems acceptable at the time. Yep. 
Um, because if you look like way back in the past, things like adultery were illegal. Things like, um, you know, gay marriage and stuff like that was, was illegal and at times not socially acceptable, maybe not considered moral. And as times have changed, you could, you could even say, uh, things have gotten more progressive, which I know some of the conservatives might wince when I say that. Mm -hmm. Um, but that has changed in society and the laws have adjusted for the most part. Um, around that. I, I spent two years living in Thailand, and those two years I have never felt more free. Yeah. Because of the way their society is, their, their, their morality is, they're less judgmental than we are. Um, it's more of a let it be attitude towards, you know, things. But, you know, of course, there's still murder is murder. And sure, yeah, that, of course. You know, but theft is theft. But, but there definitely seem to be a lot less... Judeo-Christian uh, morality being kind of like oppressing in the society okay. because they're a Buddhist society. Yeah, so yeah. it's more of a it's more of a let it be and live your life to the best, you know, the per and be the best person that you can be, and don't be so quick to judge the other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we could um, probably pretty easily say that most societies, if if not all societies, I guess I'm I'm not aware of any societies or religion that suggest that um uh, murder is like a good idea <laughs> you no, know no, there like, is. I mean, oh there is yeah, oh okay oh, yeah, all right the, the 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 muslims if you're a family member if like a sister or something does something that you can actually take her out and kill her it's in their laws well uh yeah we'll we'll come back to that we'll we'll come back to Again, that the music's playing thing. for for the oh. break here um we'll definitely hit that when we come back you guys are listening to radio free new york I'm your host, Andrew Hollister. We'll be back after the break. listening to Radio Free New York. All right. Welcome back to Radio Free New York. I'm your host, Andrew Hollister. We have Sean, Agent of Chaos, here with us. Um, just before we cut to break, Sean said, wait a minute, uh, the Muslim religion allows you to kill people. You know, that's okay. The honor killing. And, um, no, I, I didn't say it was okay. <laughs> I never said it was okay. Well, well in, in, to, in context of, of their religion, maybe. In their perspective, it's okay. Sure. Um, so, so I would just say almost all religions, and including most laws, do allow for some form of punishment killing, whether yes. that's capital punishment or, or something like that. And so I, I don't want to dive t deeply into... Um, the uh, all the various religions and and that just because i'm not well enough educated on it to to have that discussion at least not yet but that, that could maybe be next time but i did want to touch on that because i said we would when we came back and i'm, and I'm too um, off the chain to have that conversation <laughs> yeah so. <laughs> i had to bring kevin in instead or something no that's fine um so so i think the the big question here becomes should laws prevent people from self-harm I think that we can all agree that um, 
having law that says don't kill somebody, I think we can generally agree, yeah, that that seems like a good idea. Having a law that says um, you shouldn't steal from somebody, yeah, we we should have those laws. And I think it was Nate on uh, YouTube, he said, you know, we should rely on the NAP for laws. If it doesn't hurt anybody um, except for yourself, then there shouldn't be a law against it. Um, but unfortunately, the two big parties see it and they're intent on imposing their will on everybody else. So just to kind of fill in the NAP for those who maybe have never heard of the NAP, it's called the non-aggression principle. It's definitely like a pedestal of libertarianism. And it is this idea that if the actions you are taking don't harm anyone else, there's no crime. Go, yeah, there's no crime. Government should not be involved in it. Government should not be... Um, you know, talking about it, enforcing it, enforcing somebody else's will on you. So I I agree with that. That's actually one of my fundamental beliefs. Mm -hmm. um, I imagine, though, there are some other laws that people who have that belief might feel like we should have other laws anyways. And it looked like you wanted to jump yeah, in. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that people understand that it's not pacifism. It's not pacifism at all. It's It's, you know... I'm not going to go and aggressively and willfully hurt you. I am not going to hurt you, your property, um, your your life, you know, mm -hmm. as, as you choose to live it. Yeah. Um, anything, you know. So, but it's like if you were to aggressively attack me, then, you know, I would just have to whoop you behind because that's self-defense. That's different. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, and you and you're totally right. It's it it falls under those like thou shalt not kill type laws. Right. You you know that sort of thing, not harming other people. Um there are other laws though and and I really want your guys feedback. So if you're listening to the live stream, um let let me know how how you feel about this because we have things like seatbelt laws. I'm so glad you brought that up. And uh things like um not wearing life jackets on a boat for example. Mm -hmm. These are laws that um government will punish you for if you're not taking care of your own personal safety. I saw a very interesting documentary many years ago about the seatbelt laws and how they came to be. Okay. I'd and love to hear it. Yeah. It turns out that the seatbelt laws actually were not designed for the, your safety. Okay. I, I it believe was, you so far. It, yeah. was, it was actually because seatbelt, the, 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 the car manufacturing companies finally gave in when they, you know, it was presented to them as not a, a safety for the driver issue, but it was the traumatic experience other drivers would experience when that individual was ejected from the vehicle. Mm, interesting. And that trauma was just, you know, yeah. real bad. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. so probably bad person... for car sales is what it comes well, down to. So well, probably I mean, some lobbying happened then. I, and, but, I mean, think about you it. Know. You know, there's an accident, you know, and the, the person gets ejected from the car. They come flying over to the other lane where, you know, mm -hmm. you're going the opposite way and they go right under your car. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have nightmares about that for sure. quite a long time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, watching that person go right under your wheels, oi, yep. can't even imagine. Yeah. You know? So um, Samantha says something I can't read on the air, but after that, <laughs> uh, my body, my choice. And yeah, I'm I'm on board with that um, be, because it, 
it, it's interesting. New York State is now proposing making it so that if you sit in the back seat, you have to wear a seatbelt, which has not been the law. Um, if, if you're under the age of 16, it was required. Now they want everybody to do that, which is interesting because it'll kind of see where they try to shift the liability. I think they'll try to shift down like people like Uber drivers and things like that. That's a whole other show. Um, but, but that's one of the things that kind of like spurred this discussion is, you know, not wearing a seatbelt, not wearing a helmet. You know, helmets are another thing, especially for my motorcycle riders out there um, who I am one of them. And every day it looks so nice outside. I just I, I almost <laughs> got on the bike yesterday. I got it all warmed up, ready to go. Um, you know, we'll we'll see how the weather cooperates. Um, but I know a lot of motorcyclists are very opposed to helmet laws. Um, and then there's also a lot of uh, motorcyclists who are totally on board with them. But I tend to agree Um why is it the state's decision how you protect your body? Now, I'm not saying that not wearing a helmet is is a good idea. In fact, I would consider myself inexperienced as a motorcyclist. I have not been riding for decades. Um, I am totally very respectful of the machine that I'm on when I'm whipping around and also very cognizant of the dangerous drivers who are not paying attention to me on the road. I feel most comfortable and most safe wearing a helmet. If somebody else feels that their experience and their skills are of that, that they don't have to worry about that, and they are just as safe, if not safer, without it, I'm not going to argue with them. I, I don't think that that's my choice or my decision. And there could be research out there that presents either side as being accurate. Um, I don't believe we should be using government force um, to force people into that situation. Um, but people feel very strongly about it, very emotional about it, and hence we have laws about it. Yeah, no, I, I can relate. I uh, When I lived in Thailand, I actually drove a motorcycle, and that country actually has the most road deaths per capita. Mm. And I'll tell you, just my commute to work, nah, I didn't need no coffee by the time I got there. People would say, you know, by the time I showed up to work some days, They'd be like, are you okay? You know, you're looking a little pale there. And I'm like, no, nah, it, it was close call, but I'm good. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and the reality is when you get on a motorcycle, when you get in a car, when you step on a plane, you get, get in an elevator, there's an assumption of some amount of risk. Yeah. And, and that's, that's just what it is. Um, so people should be allowed to know what that risk is. So there should absolutely be transparency about that risk. Um, but I don't believe it's government's job to step in and say, you must handle your body in this specific way when it's not going to harm anybody else. Um, here's another example that I think people can relate to. Um, laws banning how much sugar can be in something yeah. or the size of cup you can sell with soda. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Be transparent about what diabetes is, what sugar can do to you, what bad health can do to you, healthcare costs associated. That's fine. Um, but don't tell me what size cup I can or cannot have. Exactly. <laughs> you know? I, I, I don't think that's the place of government. I think that's a complete overreach um, that should not exist today. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look at sodas, you know, for example, you know, like if you ever seen, have you ever seen the three liter bottle of soda? Yeah, at the dollar store. Yeah, dollar, at the dollar store. Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. the cheapest, sure. most sugar-filled <laughs> soda ever, but nobody went after them. Yeah, yeah, of know? course. Yep. And it's like, come on. But, 
Yeah, I used to drink a lot of soda, and uh, I got off it um, when I started changing my perception of it, and I started realizing it's just it's it's liquid candy. Mm-hmm. It's liquid oh, sugar. absolutely, it's liquid candy. Yep. Would you drink that much candy if it was chocolate, for example? You know, or, Maybe. or something. Uh, you know. No, I might. I, I, my wife women probably that might try. would. Yeah, <laughs> my my wife probably would. Um, no, I I think that like if people want to combat these sort of things instead of enforcing a law, um, I've seen these like projects that kids do it's great it shows like each bottle of soda and drinks and then underneath a bag of how much sugar's in it right like do that don't pass a law and do it with private money not public funds you know the, here's the issue at hand for me because i mean if you know for those of you seeing me you know i'm i'm not a small man um you know and i do drink a lot of water and that's kind of the issue as far as i'm concerned if if you know soda can be 99 cent for a two liter, why is a bottle of water 250 for a little tiny like quarter of a liter? My guess is markets and government regulation. Thank you. That's that's what it is. All right, guys, we're gonna take our last break of the hour. When we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit about morality tax because that kind of ties in, and then we're going to uh, kick off Fake News Friday. We'll be back in a moment on Radio Free New York. Free New York. All right, we are back on Radio Free New York. I'm your host, Andrew Hollister. We have Sean, Agent of Chaos, here with us. And uh, we're just talking about laws. Do they, should they prevent people from self harm? Should we have these safety laws? Um, do laws really uh, protect people, keep them alive? That, that sort of thing. Um, and way back at the beginning of the show, I'm trying to find. Uh, Keith asked, will suspending laws save lives? And, and I think that that is an equally important thing to pose as a question. Um, and, and I believe it, it truly depends. I, yeah. I really believe that there are some laws that uh, they definitely don't protect life, and repealing it won't make any difference either, right. you know? Um, so, so I think it could go, I think it could go either way. I don't think though, for example, um, I think that some people are afraid of the repercussions or the punishment for say, wearing their seatbelt. So if the seatbelt law went away where nobody had to wear seatbelts anymore, would less people wear their seatbelts? That's a possibility. That's, it's a possibility. I don't, I'm... You don't think so? I'm so old that I remember when there wasn't a real seatbelt law. Yeah? And did yeah. people wear their seatbelts? No, they didn't. Yeah, so... so it, it was because they were used to not wearing their seatbelts. But as yep. soon as, like today, I get in my truck, if mm-hmm. I start to move and I don't have my seatbelt on, I feel weird. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I know I got to put it on. Yep. You know, and yep. And I, I feel the same way. Like you immediately know if you forgot your seatbelt. Um, I would also say that the market may have fixed this already. Mm-hmm. Uh, because any car that I get in, if my seatbelt's not on, it starts beeping at me, screaming mm-hmm. at me, and it gets more and more obnoxious. Um, so you almost have to be active about it. You got to actively jam something in the seatbelt thing to turn off the alarm or cut right. the wire. Um, so seatbelt law, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it's, it's, it's probably a government overreach, right? And that it's, it wasn't the purpose of government to create laws, um, that would direct you on your safety. And I think that 
the market has come up with a solution for that. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure chicken and egg, which one came first. Sounds like the seatbelt law was actually driven by the auto manufacturers anyways. Um, no, no, the, the auto manufacturers resisted it for the longest time. And only when it was presented, according to this documentary that I saw, sure. yeah, yeah. and only when it was present, prevent, presented to them as like, look, you're really traumatizing women and children, mm. you know, with, okay, with these, so I misunderstood that. these bodies yeah. flying out of these vehicles, sure. you yep. know, and, yep. yeah. you know, and that's, yeah, that was the case. Yeah. And then okay. they went, they went, you know what, that makes good sense. And, and that's when and they did it. Yeah. That's well, that's when they gave up fighting it and they sure, let the law sure. pa- pass, you know, cause yeah. it was going to pass anyway, but, yeah. but, so, um, yeah. No, go ahead. No, I was just simply going to state that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like Kevin was saying yesterday, all bills or all laws should have sunset clauses in them. So in other 100%. words, they, they end yep. after a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, if, if we'd had the seatbelt one, for example, since we're harping on this, sure. yep. um, I think if we had that, I think it would have continued. I think it would have still continued all the way through to this day. Yeah, because yeah. it works. It it works. It saves lives, and it saves it saves therapy too. You know. Sure, it could. I I don't. I I think we would still have it, but I think mostly because people are used to it and would lose their minds if it went away. I I think that that's that's probably like people would be pretty upset about that. Um, well, I rolled I rolled my jeep once, and I know damn right well I would have been ejected right out of the. Uh, the vehicle if uh if i didn't have a, a serious serious seat sure. belt on you know yeah yeah no absolutely um so that that kind of wraps up the discussion i i would take it further but then we won't get to our fake news articles for today so um so this is the last segment of the show and last segment of the show on fridays is fake news fridays where we read to you guys headlines and you have to figure out whether or not it is fake news. So Sean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first. Oh, you only go first. Yeah, yeah, sure. Go All ahead. All right, yep. here we go. All right. You know me. Florida man. Right there, it's oh, totally I'm, possible. I'm, I'm gonna say, yeah, if it starts with Florida man, it has a ninety five percent chance of being true. <laughs> Just right out of the gate starts with Florida man, it's probably true. Florida man recently electrocuted himself while trying to recharge a series of car batteries using a kite flown in a thunderstorm. Mm, okay, so this actually aligns very perfectly with today's topic, <laughs> which is should laws be in place to protect you from yourself, right? All right, so let's hear it one more time just to, just to be sure. He was trying to recharge his car battery. He was trying to recharge a series of car batteries, a bunch okay. of them that he had hooked up. Yep. Uh, using a kite flown in a thunderstorm. He thought he could just recharge them with the lightning and, bolt. And, and it resulted in him getting electrocuted. Yes. Yes, okay. So Garrett on YouTube right off the bat says it's true. Um, I'm inclined to believe Garrett or, or to agree with Garrett. Um, once again, I think the big uh, the, the big thing for me is it started with Florida Man. So automatically I'm I'm apt to believe that this actually happened. I'm sure it's happened, but I made it up. Oh, Sean, you made it up. That's that's. Oh, I'm really sad now. I was gonna go like Google it. I'm sure it's happened. So, no, that's yeah, the thing. No, that's, okay, all right. Garrett's yep. probably he's probably googling it right now. Yep, because yep. he got no. Some Florida man has tried this. Yeah, I know I'm, it has. I'm sure <laughs> it, it probably has happened. All right, so um, here's mine. 
Uh, did CNN and NBC News put up a fake image of a baby infected with the measles in 2019? And was it like, so by fake image, a stock photo. So did, did CNN and NBC um, put up an image saying, hey, like people are getting infected with measles and put up a stock image that wasn't actually real of an infected baby with measles? Absolutely. They make these stupid mistakes constantly. Yep. Yep. It, it is. Uh, it is true. Um, they got called out on it by a number of organizations um, saying, hey, wait a minute. That that baby doesn't have the measles. They're, you can buy this photo on Shutterstock yep. or iStock or, or, yep. or whatever. Um, and it went so far that there was actually like a, a pro-vaccine website like got set up to say that this is fake news, like mm. to try to like cover it up. Um, they, they since have like changed their language on their site a little bit. Mm. So, so it still is kind of like now a true story. Um, but yeah, it, the, so the photo was not of a child in New York state. The baby did not even have, the measles, it was a stock photo, and they photoshopped the sores and red marks onto the child. Um, now, the, the part, though, that is, is partially fake news is the news agencies did not do the photoshopping. The stock photo company did. Okay. So, there, so there is a, a minor distinction there. Um, but I think it, it brings up something that's really important as we talk about this sort of thing with fake news. Um, the media does this all the time with stock photos. And represents things as not true and throws up an image that has nothing to do with what's going on. They did it this week. Um, there was a tweet that somebody put out that showed uh, some local news agency. And they went and took all the stuff off the supermarket shelf mm. to show that there was a big run on everything. And that the shelves are being cleared. When really you could see them all stocked on the other side of the aisle where they took them down. Yeah, actually, I, I was looking for the video because I think somebody like videotaped it with their cell phone mm -hmm. or took a picture or something. Mm -hmm. I was actually trying to find that story today. I couldn't find the story. So if you got the link, send it over oh, to me. Yeah. I'd love to share it out because I was actually looking for I knew I saw it a couple of days ago um, and I, I wanted to share it with you guys, but I could not find it anywhere. Um, but once again, question becomes, should the media be projecting images and creating falsities in any sort of way not just in the reporting but with video and images they're clearly doctored fake or stock photos that don't exist i say no that's me yeah me too all right guys thank you so much for joining us here on radio free new york we will catch you guys on monday same time same place